0: He's calling, wake up time. It's your time to shine You were born for such a time And it's such a time
2: So I fight the same battles, have the same struggles, but come hell or high water, we will get back up and we will fight again, no matter how far I go down. Say, God, oh God, revive me again. Oh, that the bones may rejoice again. God, ignite in me that passion again. I don't feel it right now, but God, I want that fire of prayer. I want the anointing of the Holy Spirit on my life. I need to be a better father. I need to be a better husband. I need to be a better pastor. I need to be broken and humble at that altar. Oh, God, created me a clean heart. renew that fire again. God, revive me again.
1: Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the fifth and final part of this chain-breaking message from Pastor Shane, titled, Calling Down Fire, An Awful Weapon in the Hand of God. Hebrews thirteen seven through 8 tells us, Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today, Pastor Shane confronts the challenges facing the church, facing the world. Are you ready for a life change? Are you weary of feeling defeated? Listen now to the truth of God's living word as Pastor Shane echoes the pages of Scripture by calling all to deep humility and repentance. Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, and it is to your eternal benefit for you to act upon. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman.
2: So is there anyone you need to talk to that you've been avoiding? I need to write a letter to a family member. I need to step out and do that. Or take one of our, our tracks that has the church on the back, has the Romans Road briefly. Just say, hey, let me share this with you. I wish I would have had those when I encountered these people. Because you never know. You never know. What about if we actually went to school board meetings and spoke the truth with fire? In love, of course. What about if we went to these meetings as parents? Those you're retired. You don't have kids at home. How, you, so many of you have so much extra time. I get jealous. Do something with it. Netflix will be there tomorrow. Ooh, that must have hit a uh, core. <laughs> but what about if we actually went to school board meetings and spoke the truth with fire and let it consume sinful agendas? I just heard from someone who was at the Santa Clarita Heart Union High School District is considering not informing parents when a kid comes out as whatever. They're considering not telling the parents. The reason is some parents might not handle it correctly, correct? That's like 1%. What about the other 99% of parents who need to be informed? And they were clearly outnumbered. The parents were clearly outnumbered by those with this godless agenda. So by the way, the next meeting's down there, December 6th, not letting you off the hook. Anybody going? Can I put, the, put them in touch with you? I don't know if there's any at the, this service, but let us know we can put you in touch with the people um, who are going. I have it on my calendar if it works. And just I don't care what people say, you tell them the truth and you just you know with love and you speak the truth we should but we should be the most loving understanding and caring people there absolutely we're the most loving and caring but we're also the most boldness boldness no we're also <laughs> the boldest the fire of god the fire of god see what's happening is the schools think they are their children and you need to go and say no they're not your children the parents' children. And it's sad that some, maybe, parents are violent to their kids when that happens. We need to figure out how to fix that, but how dare you punish the other 99%. Also, this one, I don't know if you've been following, but the Los Angeles Unified School District unanimously approved a resolution encouraging all district schools, hello, we're in Los Angeles County, to incorporate lessons on the LGBTQ community into their curriculum. This is such a hard topic because I, I talk to Christian teachers. I'm like ah, I but I you know they say it I have to do it. I'm like, golly, Lord help me. I guess I couldn't be a teacher. I couldn't be a politician. I couldn't, you know, so if, And I know it's hard, so I'm not discounting that. I don't know, you know, you don't want to just go and lose your job either, but how can you, how do we let a godless culture, why not at least come to prayer meetings? Why not at least, at least be filled up with the fire of God instead of being swayed by public opinion, whatever the government says? There's a church I know, I want to talk to this guy, he has a, it's it's like his church is from here to the road from Planned Parenthood. Yes, I'm not going to say anything about abortion, Shane, the government says it's okay. My goodness, that is cowardliness. You don't have the fire of God in your heart. You're a motivational speaker who wants to please men. Where's the fire of God? What if we ran for office and asked God to use us in powerful ways as we're filled with the fire? That I didn't know much about the new speaker of the house until I knew who was against him. I said, "Oh, must be a great guy." (laughs) That's that's right. That's all you have to do. Look who's coming against the new speaker. Oh, well, he must be fantastic. How dare they pray? Did you know the founders would pray? Lincoln called how many days of prayer and fasting? Nobody could even run for office unless they believe in God. Did you know that? You couldn't even run for office? In God we trust. What if we posted things on social media exposing the unfruitful works of darkness, but in a spirit of humility rather than remaining silent because of fear? Fire begins with prayer. It's fueled by worship and it is sustained by obedience. I didn't expect to get too many claps on that one. But what I said, if I would have said, God's going to bless you beyond measure today. Whatever the the sole of your foot touches, you're going to be blessed. That Mercedes you want, just go stop by the Mercedes dealer. You just go walk around that place like Joshua seven times. You say, this is mine, this is mine. Oh, we'd have a standing ovation. But when it comes to the fire of God and wanting more of God, it penetrates the heart and we have to repent of our callous and coldness. Could powerless be the result of prayerlessness? Could powerless be the result of prayerlessness? Yes. Guys, why does this fire me up? Because we are living in dire times. Do you, do you see the times we're living in? It still blows my mind. Why aren't prayer meetings full? Why aren't we calling for nights of worship? What We just must not realize it's, we, we're just living in this bubble. This is a call specifically to men, but women, you can listen as well. Men, did you know you can be an awful weapon in the hand of God? Women as well, of course. And I titled it, Where Are They? Where are they? And it's from my book, If My People. And I threw this out to the congregation in Lancaster. Years ago, I still remember. I want to just throw out the challenge to you. And I wrote them down so you can see it. Let it penetrate your heart. Where are the Isaiah's and the Jeremiah's calling nations to repentance? Where are the Peter's and the Paul's who spoke with such authority that martyrdom did not silence them? Though they are dead, they shall speak. They still speak. Where are the Whitecliffs who stood so unyielding for the truth that he was called the morning star of the Reformation? Where are the Tyndalls and the Husses who were burned at the stake for simply declaring the truth? Where are the Luthers who said, I can do no other when he is asked to recount all of his works? Where are the John Calvins who shaped the religious thoughts of our Western culture? Where are the John Knoxes who cried, Give me the Scotland for the cause of Christ or I shall die? Who's saying, give me America for the cause of Christ or I shall die? Give me the Antelope Valley for the cause of Christ or I shall die. Listen, God really had to deal with, let's pause for a minute. God really had to deal with me for years ago, years ago. I didn't want to tell people where I'm from. How embarrassing for a Christian. Even, even now, even now it's a badge of honor because I like it now. Palmdale, the meth capital of LA County. Lancaster, this have you have you checked this, this the crime this this yes I'm supposed to be a light in the darkness. Why aren't more people signing up to go thank the sheriffs in Lancaster and Palmdale? Church, where are we? Why does such a small amount of people do the majority of the work? It every week it blows my mind. Do people not see what's going on in the world? We should be, we should be the most energetic, filled with holy fire people on the planet. Where are the Whitfields who shook the continents? Where are the Hal Harrises, the Daniel Rowlands, and the Griffin Jones who preach with such passion during the Welsh revivals of the 18th century that we still honor them today? I say again, where are they? Where are the John Wesleys who said, who said give me a hundred preachers who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God and we will shake the gates of hell? Where are the David Brainers who spent so much time in prayer that even the great Jonathan Edwards was convicted? Where are the Robert Murray McShaneys who even though he died at age 29 was one of Scotland's most anointed preachers causing people to re- weep before he even preached a word? Where are the Spurgeons who spoke with such authority that his sermons are read now more today than ever before? Where are the D.L. Moody's who brought America to her knees? Where are the Evan Roberts who during the Welsh revivals preached so powerfully against sin that people would cry out, no more, Lord Jesus, lest I die? And where are the famous Puritans like Richard Baxter who preach, I preach as a dying man to dying men? Where are they today? Guys, we need that holy fire. There's baptism for repentance. If you need to finally repent and give your life to the Lord, stop playing games with God, now's the time to do that. But there's also a baptism I call a baptism of reenlistment. I'm going to show you the picture someday that in 2000, I got baptized again, and I was reenlisted. I'm fully in, I'm surrendered. I was baptized as a baby, blah, blah, blah. I was baptized at five or six or seven. meant nothing. But I'm, 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 bapt- I'm getting baptized. I'm re-enlisted. Re-enlisted. I'm, I'm on fire again. I want that fire of God. If you want to do that as well, let us know. We would love to baptize you. And then I want to end with this. They don't have it, but I, I want, just pulled it in. Next week, next week. As we read in 11, it's something very interesting. He says, And there was a loud voice in heaven saying, The kingdoms of the world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. Oh, we need to remind ourselves of that. We are not defeated. We are in a position of, of battle right now, but ultimately there is victory. The world specifically, specific here. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord. See, never forget this. This is Helpful. jesus sits down at the right hand of the father right the bible says he's sitting down at, he's sitting down at the right hand Opening, oh, sit down. but at some point he's going to stand up but at some point he's going to get up and as we keep reading it says he comes back with the armies of heaven and his eyes are like flames of fire and on his head are many crowns and out of his mouth goes a sword that he rules the nation he treads those nations with the wine press in the fierceness and wrath of almighty god that's Jesus. And when He stands up, when he stands up, nations tremble, the earth splits when He puts his feet down, even kings bow and armies flee from the presence of Christ. So if you've been lacking that fire and you need that fire, you want to re-enlist, you want to be re- isn't it funny how the Bible puts well, the English, English language, but we put R-E in front of words? Revived. Reignited. Renewed. What it is, it's something that used to be but has died. You light a fire and it goes out. You have to re ignite it. Oh God, would You revive us again. We were once alive and on fire for God. But just, hey, I'm just like you. I'm never preaching at you. I'm in the same battle. The enemy's shooting me with the same bullets, honey. Sometimes it's a little diff- difficult because I live in a fishbowl. People are watching me all the time. Same struggles. Sometimes I, Sometimes I quench and grieve the Spirit of God. Hello? I can't believe our pastor said that. You, you run from any church where a pastor tells you he doesn't. Cause that means they're perfect, that, that means they're living in pride and they're already quenching and grieving the spirit. So I fight the same battles, have the same struggles, but come hell or high water, we will get back up and we will fight again no matter how far I go down no matter far 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 i go down i say god oh god revive me again oh that the bones may rejoice again god ignite in me that passion again i don't feel it right now but god i want that fire of prayer i want the anointing of the holy spirit on my life i need to be a better father i need to be a better husband i need to be a better pastor i need to be broken and humble at that altar oh god created me a clean heart renew that fire again god revive me again And the joy comes later. Often we have to pursue God when you don't feel like it. But the joy comes later. The reason is you're fighting your flesh. You're fighting the flesh. Of course you don't feel like it. Why is fasting so hard? Hello, King Stomach! So the benefit comes later. And I know there are... Thousands, thousands upon thousands of Christians who have lost that fire. They've lost that flame. The Word of God is boring. God doesn't speak to them like He used to. They haven't led anybody to the Lord in years. Worship is okay. I can't feel it. I'm dying spiritually. So thank God for the word repent. Repent, man! It's, God is so awesome. It's not like anybody have an angry father or a heart. You know, you have this view of God. He's like, oh, it's going to take six months or in my favor again. Go spend some time down at County Twin Towers. It's going to take a while. He just says, repent, repent, come home. Come home, prodigal, come home. Isn't that beautiful? No checklist. No, I have to earn his favor. No, work hard for a while, come to church for the next month, six months straight. Repent, which is reestablish that broken relationship. So, we're just going to open the altar if you need that fire again. Hello, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman, and you're listening to a message I gave on November 24th, 2023, and the title was Calling Down Fire. Again, Calling Down Fire, you can find that at our Rumble and YouTube channels, of course, if you'd like to hear the entire message. But it's so important uh, to talk about this topic because I also wrote an article about how America needs fire back in the pulpits. You can find that at shaneidleman.com. Again, ShaneEidelman.com, how America needs fire, again, in the pulpits. And when we talk about fire, obviously, the fire of God is not a good thing for unbelievers. But it's a very good thing for believers because it is the fire of God. Jesus actually baptizes us in fire, John the Baptist said. Jeremiah, he told Jeremiah, "Your words will be like fire, and the people stubble. And I will consume them." The power of God's word to lead us to repentance—it's uh, just—it's uh, just amazing. And what I want to do is just encourage you that revival can begin in your heart with just a quick decision, just to renew your relationship with the Lord, to be revived. It's spiritual resuscitation, is what it really is. And so, there's a couple things that are critical. Number one, repent. We have to repent of our apathy and we have to repent of cold, coldness, lukewarmness, spiritual apathy, repent of it and ask that God would revive us again so that we can rejoice in Him. It's, it's like returning to your first love. And what happens is, we get that passion back, that zeal back. We get that fire back. And so that's what that message was about. Actually, the one you're listening to this week is calling down fire. And so it was a call to not only the pulpit, but the pew as well. Can you imagine if we would go to school board district meetings and speak the truth and love, be the most humble, gracious people there, but also the boldness. Can you imagine if we brought the holy fire of God's word to the political arena, to Hollywood, to our workplace? and not being fanatical, but being filled mightily with the Spirit. It's so important that we experience this fire of God in our own personal lives, as well as in the lives of, of our children. And if you look throughout Christian history, those men and women who do the most for God are the ones who are on fire for God. So that's what I mean by fire. It is the passion and the zeal in your heart. Uh, again, quoting Jeremiah, his word is in my heart like a burning fire. It's shut up in my bones. I'm weary of holding it back. And it's really the work of the Holy Spirit that makes us bold and uh, makes us yearn for the things of God and zeal for his house has consumed me. And it's it's such an important topic. So if you get a chance, watch the whole message on Calling Down Fire on our YouTube and Rumble channels at Shane Idleman, or, of course, Westside Christian Fellowship. And just be encouraged and strengthened. I know these times are difficult difficult. difficult, all the more to shine, right? And the the darker it is, the more God wants to shine. So as I always say, I want to contend for a national awakening. God revives his people, another spiritual awakening where he will wake us up from our spiritual slumber. But I truly believe that it has to start in the pulpit, a call to the thousands of pastors across America. And actually, it doesn't start in the pulpit. It actually starts in the prayer closet. It starts in the prayer closet where pastors are broken and humbled before God. And they say, "Lord, whatever you want me to say, I want to say, give me that holy fire, give me that zeal. And I want to say like Jeremiah that your word is in my heart like a burning fire, Lord. It's not going to be politically correct, but it's going to be biblically correct. Lord, I want to wake up the woke. I want the fire and the zeal back in my heart. I don't want to capitulate and bow down to deacon boards and other boards that tell me how I should preach and what I should Say and what I shouldn't say. I don't want to worry about offending people. Lord, I just don't want to offend you. Give me love and grace and mercy, but God, I need boldness. I need holy fire. So that's what the message is about. We're trying to spark a holy fire throughout the United States of America, a spiritual awakening that begins in our hearts. And again, I want to make this really clear it's not about arrogance and being loud. You know, we don't, we have enough of that, uh, for sure on both sides of the political spectrum. It's really not about those types of things and arrogant and mean and in your face. And sometimes we equate boldness with arrogance, but also sometimes people think bold people are arrogant. They're just confident often and they're, they're humble people. They're broken, but they will stand for the word of God. And if we don't stand now, when are we going to stand? As it's been said, if not now, when, if not, You, who, if not here, where, and so I just encourage you to repent of apathy, ask God for the fire again, and watch it burn. Pastor, I think it was John Wesley who said, light yourself on fire and people will come and watch you burn. We don't need more church growth methods and building campaigns and giving funds. We need men clothed with power from on high and that burning fire of the Holy Spirit to really usher in another spiritual awakening. And if that is not on God's radar, it's not part of his sovereign plans and other spiritual awakening, then at least we're going to leave. America in the direction she needs to be going with holy fire. She might be sinking like the Titanic. So it's our job to save as many people as possible, even when the ship is sinking. So again, thank you for listening to Regaining Lost Ground. This is Pastor Shane Eidelman, again, talking about a recent message I gave titled Calling Down Fire, given on November 24, 2023. You can find it on our YouTube and Rumble channels. Thank you.
1: Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. I want to hear
0: the Father when He calls He's Wake up child. It's your to you for such a time